Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to some of the people behind Tbilisi Archive of Transition, a brilliant new book that's launching now on Kickstarter, or at least it's launching on Kickstarter until the 28th of March 2018. So if you're listening to this before then, you might want to support them. Uh, If you're listening after that, you've missed your opportunity to get supporter rewards like uh, limited edition posters and fine art prints, but you should still be able to pick up a copy from the publisher Niggly. So uh, if all of this sounds interesting to you, check them out at niggli.ch. The book itself is made as a collaboration between Fro, a magazine and media NGO based in Cologne, and the Contemporary Arts Centre in Tbilisi. And I met up with some of the guys from Fro when I was in Munich for the EDGE conference last week. As you'll hear, Fro do several different things, so many things in fact that I was a little bit confused at the beginning about what exactly to call them, but their work is totally fascinating and tends to focus on countries like Georgia, Armenia and Moldova, telling stories about these places where, as they put it, history is not so settled. I'm going to put some spreads from the book on the Stack blog, so if you haven't seen that post already, go and take a look to catch a glimpse of this beautifully revealing piece of work. Or, of course, just search on Kickstarter for Tbilisi Archive of Transition to see their video and their sample spreads and all the different rewards you can get if you support the project. But first, you should hear what the thing is all about, so let's hear from the men themselves talking about Tbilisi Archive of Transition. Hi, so I'm here with Sebastian, Klaus and Fabian. So are you guys from Fro, would you say, or is that not really your kind of umbrella organisation? Yeah, it, it really is. So it's our media NGO and uh, in this case we are collaborating with guys from Georgia. They belong to the CCA, which is a contemporary art centre. But yeah, we are collaborating with them. And, and so you've got a Kickstarter that just went live a few days ago. I don't normally talk to people at Kickstarter stage. You know, we normally wait for the magazine to come out, but I've seen the stuff that you do before, and this one looks really exciting. So tell me about what you're doing. So, well, we added a few pages, so it's going to be a full-blown book and not only a magazine. So we have been working on this project for the last uh, three years, um, collecting stories of change, of transition uh, in Tbilisi, Georgia. And now we managed to get most of the money to kind of put it together for a book, but we are lacking a couple of thousand for the last stretches to make the printing actually happening. So we are actually looking for backers that want to support us, that want to buy a limited edition, that want to buy a book set, a poster set of the upcoming book. And why Tbilisi? What, what took you all the way over to Georgia to tell a story there? Well, it was more like um, like an like an accident, or accidentally we came there, or we, we got an in- invitation by Stefan Wackwitz, who was uh, head of uh, Goethe Institute uh, Tbilisi, and who was an author um, of our magazine, and he said you you've, you you've, you've got to come come over because it's interesting here, and and we said okay. Uh, but we come come over, but then we have to make a magazine. So that was the first step was uh, to make a magazine there in like two weeks. And um, yeah, from that time on, we came back once uh, every year. So we, we need a bit of context here because most people, when they're invited to go somewhere, don't say, I'll come, but we've got no, to make no. a magazine in two weeks. So the, where, where does this come from? 
So first of all, I think making a magazine is the best way to get to know a country. So, and we are magazine makers and we came up with a workshop series that's called Publish Yourself. And the idea of the series is that you take um, people who are not trained journalists, maybe they are just like young professionals or students. And with them, we are just like starting at the point zero and just they have developed ideas um, what we are going to tell about the country, about the city. And then we come up with a yeah, full printed magazine after two weeks, which is usually usually our workflow. But this time it took us like five years. So <laughs> sometimes uh, if the, the topics are more complicated, we also take ourselves more time. So what are these complicated topics? What, what are the stories that came out of Tbilisi? Well, there's different layers to the book. So there's... Um, one for one uh, political layer so we've been looking at political changes happening in the capital then there is an architectural layer so we've been looking also at how the, the city changes in the sense of buildings in the sense of space for people where it comes maybe to the third layer adding like to the social level um, so how the city changes socially what space is available what actors are there and and how does that all work out together and you said before that so this the money on the Kickstarter is for printing and distributing the book. So right. where where did the rest of it come from? Well, the rest of it w was coming from several institutions that have been funding the project from the beginning. So there was the Goethe Institute and also the DVV International funding the book. Um, that was helping us to actually go there, collect the stories have a working space with the, with the Georgians where they can actually also work, edit the stories. And now the last stretch of money is just missing for printing and making it actually happening. Maybe I have to add that we started in 2015 with building um, a transmedia archive, which is basically a website and uh, a map. So um, our idea was to use the, the method of archiving to tell, to find a new way of telling stories. Because archives, of course, they consist of stories but they tell their own stories, so they kind of emerge from the material and that was something that we were really interested in that time. And so how does the stuff that you found in that archive then lead on to doing this? Well, one thing led to another. I mean, um, there, is, there was so many great material. Uh, we also dived into real archives, like for example the, the National Archive of Georgia. Uh, we also found some very interesting private collections, like for example the collection of someone who ran a very successful um, fashion show in the 90s. So this is very incredibly um, interesting material. Um, that we wanted to include in the book. And also we have a section of essays and of course of reports uh, of people that we know or that are very close to the city. And of course also pieces by ourselves that we collected when we were there. Yeah, yeah. And so what is it that attracts you to these parts of the world? Because so Georgia this time, but tell me about where else have you been and, and why those places? Um, yeah, it, actually, it's, it started in Georgia somehow uh, because of this contract with uh, Stefan Wackwitz. And then from that on, we've been to Armenia, which is right next to it, then Moldova, um, Lithuania, and, and Russia. Russia, yeah, si Siberia. Um, this year, hopefully, we will go to, to the Ukraine. So somehow, it, one uh, one thing came to to another, so there was there were different fundings and and different um, organizations who were interested in, in incorporating. So yeah, one thing led to another. I might add to that that for me it's always interesting that these places are in kind of 
transition it themselves so that they have been under the rule of the Soviet Empire back in the days and now they kind of try to find their place in a world where there is the Russian Federation and then there's the European Union and kind of both of them are maybe trying to get them under their influence in some sort of ways and I think in these places where where history is not so much settled and not so much uh, set in stone I think there's a lot of interesting stories that can be discovered and told and at the same time um, that the things that we yeah, saw in Tbilisi are also part of a global part global process of transition because for example the process of urbanization or privatization and the problems that occur when you privatize uh, ground in the city that are not, not nothing spe specific from Tbilisi but there you can see it's it happening in a very like in a kind of final fast forward mode so for us it was very interesting to see that this, the city changed even during the last three years that we were able to To, to travel there so it's really happening very fast and this raises many questions that for us being German or for us being European or for us being citizens of the world I think are important to discuss. Citizens of the world that's the, the phrase that in the UK became a bit, of a, a bit of a dirty phrase did that make it over here? No the, 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 I wouldn't, would have used it maybe. There was, a, <laughs> there, there was a terrible thing when the, so like Theresa May said that if you're a citizen of the world you're a citizen of nowhere you know they, this idea that we should be shrinking things down into nations that mm. I mean the, this this project feels to me like the antithesis of that yeah you of course I don't agree with that because um, I think it's a story that actually keep us together and connect us to the people who I mean the, the people in Georgia on the first side they don't have anything in common with us on the second side they are very deeply connected with us and I think by telling the stories you can see that there actually uh, is a deeper link to them uh, and, that, and that's maybe also a, an, an aspect of globalization that we are linked through stories and, uh, and so you, your background is you're a sociologist right yeah right And so that obviously affects the way that you see all of this and then report on it. It affects my way of seeing things, yeah, of course. I'm interested in, like, um, yeah, big transitions or, um, of course, the impact on society. It also affects maybe my work on, on yeah, my journalistic work. Well, except, for example, Fabian is also focusing on, on youth and, and transformations of, of the Eastern countries. And so this kind of comes very good together. And so, Fabian, you, you also have a sociological background? No, I'm a trained photographer and publicist. Right. Okay, so we've got the photographer, the sociologist and the designer over here. Well, yeah, originally I'm an architect, so um, that, that's also not too too far away from, from this sociologistic uh, approach. So, yeah. We are a big team, so we're more than three people, actually. We have um, people uh, in Georgia, of course, our friends who are artists and curators, and we have an artist, uh, Jesse Fokler, from, from the US, who's also editing the book, the book with us, and of course we have uh, our designers that are based in Cologne and Hamburg. So in this case, it's really like a collaborative work with no hat, so we are all just like really yeah, mingled together. And, uh, and of course, so the... the, the One of the threads that runs through the, the things we've talked about so far is that you go to places mm -hmm. and report on them. But of course, that's not all you do. So, so last night you put a copy of Second Thoughts in my hand. So tell us about that. What, what's that all about? Yeah, yeah there's also a collaboration with the media NGO NOST based in Berlin. And they are really focusing on journalism in, in Eastern Europe and Russia. And um, yeah, they approach us with the idea to make some kind of magazine together. And they are doing a very 
yeah, very nice series of um, symposiums uh, and discussion rounds. Um, and one was based in, in Moscow, and the next one was based in Ukraine. And we thought, we thought, why can't can we use this kind of encounter of very interesting people and journalists from the East and the West to make a small magazine out of it? And this came out to be turned out to be a discussion piece. So we have like journalists from East and West talking to each other about the. The, the, yeah, the, the terms that we use being journalists. But what, what, for example, means the term uh, publicity or what does the, the term migration mean to, if, if I use it? And it turned out that actually we're not kind of um, agreeing on the way we use those words. And this is very interesting, I think. Uh, it's an interesting approach to unify the different perspectives um, in the East and the West and maybe finding a common language. Or I maybe also not a common language, but trying a common, a common approach. And, and I guess also a, a different cultural expectations. So the, you know, you, you talked about uh, communism before. The, I, I was in the Czech Republic earlier this year and hearing the guys there speak, the, you know, when it's so fresh in the mind, the, you know, it's, it's really not a distant thing. The, the idea that, you know, maybe the state doesn't tell you everything. The, you know, in, in the West, that's something where we throw our arms up in the air and say, this is outrageous. Mm. And actually in the East, it's a bit more like, well, no, of course they don't tell us everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were collaborating with people from, from Siberia that we, I would refer to as, as civic journalists, but they would never use that this term because journalism is a very biased term for them. Um, so we had to find a new ground actually to understand it's not, not about the, the, yeah, the, the word or it's more about the approach and we could learn many things from those guys because they are really working against different kinds of obstacles that then we have to do in, in, in being journalists in, in, in Europe or in Germany. And so, so another through line through all of these things is that all of these things are in print. Is that What's important about print, and the, and is there something beyond that as well? Well, actually, uh, it's not it's not all, always only print. So we had we had the Siberia thing was was an online platform or online magazine or yeah plat platform that is also developing still developing because for them it was important to have something that uh, they can distribute uh, easily from Siberia. It's not so easy to to send send out magazines, so they 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 asked us to to do it digital. Digitally, also in in Moldova, we did we did an one issue digitally, and the archive was in, was on website basically. So so for us, it's not so so much about the media, because we also did uh, exhibitions in Georgia and in Germany, and it's it's more about bringing together these stories or different like different perspectives on on stories and and using the the the, the media that that fits in this specific type. And so for sorry, but having said that, I think. The, the print, especially in these countries, has a, a, a certain type of value because not so many people have access to actually making something in print. So I think making a print magazine there has somehow a, a bigger meaning and has somehow a stronger point um, than only making a, a website that is kind of available to everybody. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, well, look, I, I think it's really exciting and I'm really looking forward to seeing this book slash magazine thing coming out. Um, so good luck with it. Thanks, Thanks so much. much. Steve. 
Okay, that's all for this week. Once again, if you're interested in seeing this book and maybe supporting it, head over to Kickstarter and search for Tbilisi Archive of Transition. And if you're interested in Second Thoughts, the journalism project that we talked about, take a look at the Stack blog. I posted a video review of that one earlier this week, so you can take a guided flick through its pages on there. As you can probably tell, I really love the stuff they do at Fro. It was really great catching up with them in Munich, and that Kickstarter project is doing really well. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this latest project once it's out in the world. We're going to be playing more conversations from the Edge conference over the next few weeks. Probably not next week. I've got something else for next week, but then in the weeks after. So if you want to make sure you hear all of that, please follow Stack Magazines on either SoundCloud or iTunes, and we'll be able to deliver next week's episode to you as soon as it's ready. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back with another episode next week.